Hey, it's Andrew. Just quickly before we start this episode, I want to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts, the Secure Ventures Podcast. The host, Kyle McNulty, interviews cybersecurity founders about what they are building. I enjoy it because Kyle focuses on their technology, what it solves, why they build it, where it fits in the market. Also, listeners can understand the why of these startups. In some ways, it's a great compliment to my own podcast, where I focus on the go-to-market side, not on the technology side. He's had some great guests on recently, for example, the CEO of Reality Defender, when they talked about the ins and outs of deep fate detection. Uh, he's had the co-founder and CEO of Ghost Security, and also the co-founder of Radical, Chris Peterson, who was incidentally a founder of Logarithm, where they talk about the role of AI in the SOC. This is not a paid promotion. I just simply enjoy what Kyle is doing with his interviews and get a lot out of them. Check it out. It's the Secure Ventures podcast. Now on with this episode. Welcome to the Sales Bluebird podcast, where we believe that it's plain wrong that sales teams at startups don't get the help to succeed like sales teams do at their bigger and more well-known competitors. If you're a seller or a sales leader at a B2B startup, especially if it's in the cybersecurity space, you're in the right place today. I am your host, Andrew Monahan, and welcome to episode 94. Now, I'm recording this podcast episode in the middle of January 2022 here in Colorado. It's uh, actually a surprisingly warm day, and if you've been following along, I had my mom and my sister here over the holidays. They've now flown home to the UK, my sister to London, and my mom back up to Scotland. It was great to have them here and be with them. And now life is back to just the family, the house, and everyone working away, girls at school, and life continuing. This episode today is all about how not to lead with ourselves, how not to lead with our product when we're describing or, or talking about things. You know how when you're on a call and you feel like you're in full-on you know, pitch mode all about us, right? This is what we do and this is how we do it. And let me show you how we do it. And isn't it great how we do it? And look at this feature and that feature. And here's this about us and here's our funding. It feels like if you sit back that it's all about us and how we're conducting the conversation. And actually what happens is that the, the prospect feels like we're talking at them and there's sometimes a lack of connection. Or from their side, there's a bit of a disconnection with the message, with us, with the meeting, things like that, right? They're, they're kind of gone into uh, silent mode themselves, taking in only a little bit about what we're saying and waiting to hear something that might interest them. I remember a few years ago, I was working with an SE. And by the way, this happens with uh, SEs, it happens with AEs, it happens with everyone. And uh, we had this meeting at a financial company. And I remember you know, the purpose of the meeting was, I think, the demo meeting because it was the role of the SE to give the demo and, and lead a lot of the, the discussion. And I remember during the, the call, I was feeling a little bit uneasy about how much of it was all about us and you know and then we do this and we do that and and, and here's another thing that we do and um I, I don't know I, I felt uneasy when we came out of the call the first thing the SE said was God I was on fire I, I was a great meeting 
right? And I had to kind of, you know, take a step back and just, you know, I don't want to burst their bubble really, but I obviously wanted to give the feedback. So I had to give kind of delicate feedback about how it felt like to me a little bit different, right? (laughs) And uh, I can't remember actually quite what the response was from the SE. I'll tell you another example um, that I remember. I wasn't involved in this, but I heard about it afterwards. Is I had a company and we got a meeting with the either the CIS or maybe the CIO at one of the major banks, and it was only a half hour meeting and our head of sales and probably the RVP and also the the AE went in to meet with the 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 person uh, the CISO or the CIO and they prepped for the meeting and here's the things that you know are hot topics and all the rest of it and they walk in and you know these are experienced and really good salespeople uh after 20 minutes the the CIO or the CISO said you know I need to stop you guys and, and my question is at what point are you going to start talking about me <laughs> Um, I, I guess they'd gone in there and, and kind of went full on. This is what we're here to talk about and here's what we do and all the rest of it. So when we had that in our, our mind that, you know, we've got some things to accomplish and we want to get some points across, what often happens is we do become that person that talks all about us, right? And our points are very valid points, not being very impactful. It can lead to us as a Go to market team, or if we're in pods with an SE and AE, you know, we're not operating our best. We're not being most effective. We've got a chance to shine and we're not doing it very well. So the question is, you know, how do you talk about ourselves without talking about ourselves? How do you give demos without talking about ourselves all the time? So I've got a couple of ideas here for sales teams about how to do this. The first one is all around the pitch, right? The, and this is what I kind of refer to as the no pitch pitch tech. And the way to think about it is challenge yourself to lead into every point you want to make and every slide with thinking about the customer first. And when I say the customer, you know, it could be, in my mind, one of three things. It could be our customers in general. It could be a specific customer that we want to highlight, or it could be the prospect when you know they've mentioned discovery something, and we want to go back to their specific descriptions uh, about their specific problem, right? If we lead into every point, uh, customer first in either of those three buckets can be very helpful. What it does is it helps connect the message to them, right? It helps them understand and appreciate and connect with us and our message. So how does this translate into real life? Let me give you uh, an idea. So instead of saying, you know, whatever point we're making, we do it this way. Uh, Our approach to cloud security is to connect in through APIs, right? Not a terrible way to do it. Each one is started with, we do it this way. Um, And the second was our approach, right? What we could say instead is something like, our customers like the way that we connect in through APIs because it means better visibility and lower workload for our cloud environments, okay? If we're thinking about their specific problem, we could say, you remember when you said you were concerned about any increase on workloads to do cloud security? Well, you'll probably appreciate then how we connect through APIs, and now let me show you how we do that, 
right? Or what you could say is, you know, a specific customer and, and tell their story like that. And we'll come on to that in a second. So when you're doing the, the no pitch pitch deck, that's how to think about it, right? And just think as you lead into uh, a slide, lead into one of the big points you want to make, rather than just lead with, you know, this is the way we do it. It's essentially, this is what we want you to hear. Think about how you lead in with thinking about then or other customers like them first and say, people like how we do this. It's a subtle thing, but it takes the edge off us always going, this is what we do and we're really good at it, right? Which is the way sometimes it can come across. And that was with the pitch deck. Another one is in the demo, right? The no pitch demo. Same sort of idea, right? Lead into every demo point, every demo area, every demo segment where we lead customer first with customers in general, a specific customer, or their specific problem. Again, it connects the person you're talking to to what you're about to talk about. So again, you know, don't say, here's how we do X, or let me just demo to you this feature we have at the bottom right. Um, and that, sometimes demos can be like that. They're very much, let me show you a feature, let me show you another feature, let me show you one more feature, and you know, it becomes death by feature list almost. What you could say is our customers are always looking to make their lives easier. And one thing they really appreciate is how we handle this one part of cloud security. Let me show you, right? So same as the, the, the no pitch pitch deck kind of concept, but in the demo, right? You're You're doing this by saying that here's how other people just like you think about this and what they like about what we do. These are very subtle ways to break up the idea that we're always going to be talking about us, leading with us, talking about our great product. The third thing I've alluded to is using a specific customer, basically tell a great customer story to lead into as well. Now, I think this is especially effective if there's a point in the discussion, a point in the demo where it is the crux of it, right? Their big problem, you know, and we've got something that's a solution to that, but we want to make sure it hits home really well. We want to make sure that they really understand and believe that this is something that we've been thought very thoughtful about and we do very, very well. And that's where you might want to amplify uh, before you actually get into the meat of it or uh, before you show them in the in the demo amplified by using a customer story. Anytime that you're talking about something that is important to talk about and you use a story to do it, it's more believable for one because it's really not you that's using this or doing this. It's actually the hero of the story, which of course is the customer. That leads to a better connection between your prospect and what you're about to talk about or show and it's also being a story more memorable for your prospect, right? They're more likely to walk away at the end and a day or two later remember that story you told rather than just leading in saying, you know, we do something very well and let me show you. So again, don't say, let's talk about X, you know, this is what we do and we do it very well um, and, and show them. Actually do a proper customer story and, and you know, we can break down customer stories at a different time, but in general, 
you know, you want the the customer to be the hero of the story. You want to name them. So what you want to say is something like John Smith, the CISO at, at XYZ Inc. He actually had a very similar problem to what you were doing. What he was finding was he was frustrated with these things, A, B, and C. You know, he actually fixed his problem by using this one aspect of our product in a certain way. And I'll show you it working in a second. What it meant for him was that he had these outcomes. He saved money. He, he did things more efficiently. It, it went, the process went from five man days down to one man day, whatever it was, the outcome was. And he was, he was regarded as someone who really proactively solved the problem and was in, in high regard to the team. Right, so you tell a great story to lead into it to show the connection, get the connection, and make your point so much more effective when you lead into what we do really well by using this customer story. So remember, when we're making these points, we don't want to lead all the time with us and our product, and start a lot of sentences with "we" and "our" and this feature of our product and things like that. There's ways that we can do it that are much more effective by talking about the no-pitch pitch deck, the no-pitch demo, and using great customer stories to connect our prospects to what we want to talk about. Talk soon. It would mean a lot to me and to the continued growth of the show if you'd help get the word out. So how do you do that easily? There are two ways. Firstly, just simply send a link to a friend. Send a link to the show, to this episode. Um, you can email it, text it, Slack it, whatever works for you and is easy for you. The second way is to leave a super quick rating. And sometimes that can seem complicated, so I've made it as easy for you as I can. You simply have to go to ratethispodcast.com slash cyber. That's ratethispodcast.com slash cyber and explains exactly how to do it. Either of these ways will take you less than 30 seconds to do and it will mean the world to me. So thank you.